different. We are different. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm Andy. gonna say that the way in which you guys are di- are different is probably not what you think is the reason that you're different. Well, you talk- you the are. White guys. Hold on. Are you no. saying that they're? I think it's a competitive advantage <laughs> to have three dudes talk about movies. Three straight I, dudes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the third gentleman. Is he also a white dude? He is Mexican. Oh, all right. Well, oh, James, that's racist. Kind of all right. Yeah, right. Don't. Is it racist to say that he's Mexican? <laughs> don't identify race for him. Yeah. <laughs> you should say, I don't know. I don't know what he identifies as. Yeah. Welcome to Guilty Treasures, a fun deep dive down into the depths of those pop culture gems that you hate to love. I'm James Fight, your host, one of your hosts. Uh, I'm also the owner of Flat Films. I'm Kenny Madison, chief archivist for flatfilms.com. Please visit our website, flatfilms.com, right now. Well, it's not up yet. And special guest, uh, the very talented, the very funny. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Great. That's, wonderful. That was that was the very layup. wonderful. The very talented Amy Jordan. Yeah. That's me. Hello. I always like to make sure everybody knows how beautiful and talented I am, especially on the radio. Yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of weird for folks that can't see into the studio, of which uh, there are, are all of you. Yeah. Uh, it's it's <laughs> like a fan is perpetually on you and your hair is constantly wafting. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. I have Beyonce wind. That's yeah, so you have great. Beyonce wind. Always. That's so awesome. You know, I was going to say the reason why you're different is because you have a really fancy, nice studio. <laughs> Most people are like, hey, guys, I got my iPhone, sit on the back porch and talk about stuff. <laughs> We're talking about movies and stuff. Good oh, my news. God. All of us are going to talk at once for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a great podcast. <laughs> Good news. Everybody wrong. just crowd around my talk boy. I got new talk batteries boy. for it. <laughs> oh, man. I figured out how to make this speak and spell record. <laughs> Don't worry, girls. For for you, I've got the talk girl over at this separate table. So talk at the same time, and we'll tape the audio together. Literally. Sounds like a nightmare. It sounds perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Amy, uh, please list how you're a badass. I can list one. We worked in the neighborhood together, which you created. That's not just a euphemism, right? Yeah. No. No. It's a real thing. It was a sketch show for eight years (laughs) at the Fallout Theater. Uh, yeah, I did a sketch show uh, for eight years, uh, almost monthly. Uh, sometimes it was monthly, and sometimes they were like, oh, a couple months between here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty regularly put up that show. That was a pretty wild undertaking, but yeah, I it, bet. it felt like, uh, it felt like uh, a relationship where like you dedicate yourself to the ups and downs and uh, like okay. you try to learn from what goes right and what goes wrong and sure. like adjust each time so that like it doesn't um you know hurt your soul <laughs> you know cuz there's a lot of uh weird stuff about making theater like we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. sometimes people want to be helpful and sometimes they do not you know they just want to get up in your business yeah and or get up in your spotlight, you know. Ooh, they're like, yeah. oh, you got a show, and I can be in it, and then they're in it, but they're not putting their all, and you're like, okay, well. Amy, did I did I put my all into oh, it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The last three or four years, everybody was really putting it in, but for the first couple years, it was like, I don't know, a lot of times people would like quit like a week right before the show. Oh, wow. I was getting cast before every new show. Like, I was the only one that was the same. Jeez. And I would recast every time. 
it's been it was like four years of I established a cast and mm-hmm. that cast stayed with me for multiple months. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's um, it was a lot easier to do it that way because then people were like, you know, dedicated and they yeah. like wanted to be there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, other ways in which I'm a badass yes. so that I can brag about myself Please here do. on the Internet. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do I do? How awesome am I? Um, I guess cool things that I'm doing now-ish are uh, teaching improv. Yeah. Um, I've taught improv for about nine years, and I am, I've been teaching in Austin, but I am trying to do some traveling. I did my first travel to another city gig, um, went to Sarasota, Florida, and did a little teaching Ooh, at Florida Studio Theater. Nice. Uh, and I'm trying to do that, go around, see different places. Um, I was opened, uh, this idea uh, was birthed in my mind when uh, I was doing my own podcast, the Yes But Why podcast, where I interview comedians, and um, I got a bunch of, I got linked to a bunch of people internationally. And so I started talking to improvisers in Japan, improvisers in Australia, improvisers in the UK, and... um, talking to them you know they were like yeah and then i i travel to this place and i teach and i travel to this place and i was like how do you do it i ask in the podcast and then yeah. when they tell me it's like doesn't seem so hard mm-hmm. so i was like okay i've met these people and they're doing it so maybe i can try to do it so i was inspired by them to go and do those kinds of things so that's my like new journey is to try to figure out how to travel and teach uh and do that kind of stuff because i've been teaching in awesome for a while yeah great Mm-hmm. L- really loved doing the sketch show. And in fact, I've been offering, like, uh, my website has improv and sketch workshop options on it. Oh, so it's what's like, your website? if people want to have it. Um, well, I, uh, I the information is up on hcproductions.org. Okay. That's H as in Harry, C as in cat. Um, uh, HC Productions is not what it stands for, but it's just easy to say. Sure. <laughs> um, but but yeah, it was my husband's like sound company at first, mm. and now it's kind of become the name of all the media that we do because he does um, audio and video at conventions, and I Ooh. teach improv workshops, corporate workshops, um, traveling. So that way, like that's our like we went and got LLC'd so that like nice. that's what it is. So uh, HCProductions.org has um, the listing of workshops and stuff, and I've been trying to put it out there like, hey, this city, you know, like I make Facebook ads for a certain area in the mm-hmm. country that's not this area. Yeah. Check this out or want to take a sketch comedy course, that kind of thing. <laughs> Learn how to be funny. Yeah. Well, those are easy to do. <laughs> Meaning like, uh, Learn how to be funny isn't isn't a very easy workshop name if you're selling it and oh, mostly yeah. to non comedians. Oh yeah, like if you're gonna go to a, like I did a comic palooza last year, mm-hmm. and it was um, uh, the name of the workshop was how to be funny at parties. It was just oh. a basic. It was just a okay. basic improv workshop. Just like, like a I, level one. Yep, I yeah. just did like a two hour like welcome to this and here's how to jog your imagination kind of thing. Nice, but. I framed it all around. So later, when you guys are at the parties, I know you guys are going to the parties. <laughs> I'll see you at the party. <laughs> Let me see your skills. <laughs> yeah, and it was a comic palooza, so it was like all people in like um, uh, outfits and stuff. Ooh, cosplayers. Cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cosplay's yeah. dope. Yeah, super oh, fun. Oh, it's not a comedy festival. 
No. It's a nerd festival. Yeah, I went to Comic Palooza in uh, in Houston. Sure. It was just a. It, I happened to see that it was like looking for people to teach workshops, and so my husband and I were like, "Sweet, let's do it." So like, we taught a how to start a podcast uh, workshop. <laughs> and I taught the improv workshop because nice. I was like, these are two marketable things that people would like to know. Yeah, and it's Very much like so. comic book adjacent enough that it yeah. like makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm always pushing my improv wares anywhere people would. As you should. Yeah. Listen, improv is life. Anyway, indeed it is. We're not going to talk about improv on this podcast <laughs> because we watched a movie. Of your choosing. We watched Dude, Where's My Car? Why are you positing that like that's something different from the format? I don't know. Because we're different, Kenny. Yeah, no, that's true. You guys are so different. We're pretty we're different. So different. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Amy, you claim this is the perfect comedy. Yes. When I asked you about it, you said this was the perfect comedy. Yes. You don't yes. have to defend it, but I am curious on what you mean by that. Okay, I will defend Like, we're not going to attack you. Because we're here to celebrate the movie. Yes, and if we did attack you, we would have to pay money to the Austin Creative Alliance. Which I still need to do, but I'm going to Are do it. Are you kidding? So, uh, I've already paid my money. Yeah, Soft talked to me about that. Anyway. Uh, what? What did Soft say? He just said, oh, I noticed Kenny gave us money. Yeah. And then I, we talked about the podcast. Anyway. Ooh. So we have three rules. you rolls. know how busy I've been over the weekend? Nope. Uh, I, I've been first in the car rule. for a collective amount of 14 hours. Ouch. Over three days. Kenny, do you need a hug? No, I'm, or a you massage? need to pay 30 bucks to the Austin Creative Alliance. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, rule one, no dunking. No dunking. We don't listen. This is a celebration. Amy, can you shut up for a second so James can <laughs> It's a celebration. It's a celebration. What's a dunk? Am I the only one that knows that this, this is a term that people know? No, apparently dunking. not. Kenny, I'm 40 years old. Every word you might say, I could ask you what it means. <laughs> I, there's no possible. I, I don't know what anything means. I don't know if I'm speaking English. It's right just now. shitting on something. Okay, cool. No dunking. No, you don't dunk on it. Yeah. Okay. Like, um, give, give me an example, Kenny. Don't dunk on me. Okay. Uh, number two, no ironic liking. Oh, also, I forgot to mention Aaron isn't here because he has the flu. Anyway, no ironic oh. liking. Uh, listen, we're not going to talk about the room. We're not going to talk about Birdemic. We want to talk about stuff that you actually love and that you enjoy. I like, dude, where's my car? But, yeah. but whenever you would meet someone new, although from what I understand, from the short time I've met you, I feel like you'd be pretty safe in telling a group full of strangers, I love dude, where's my car? You know, it's to be honest with you, I've told many people that I like it, but on rewatch today, yeah. I was like, wow, this is a problematic Super situation. problematic. Am I, am I allowed to swear? Oh, yeah, by it, all means. It's problematic as fuck, yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Oh, well, it, it's it's necessary to add. Uh, to yeah, be fair, definitely. it is a PG-13 podcast. So that's the only that's the only. <laughs> yeah, so, we only get one. So sorry. So uh, just say AF for the rest yeah. of the <laughs> That's right. Uh, listen, anger management was worse, mm. but we'll get to it. Uh, we watched anger management last week. It was. Oh. It was so much worse than Dude's Where, Dude, oh, yeah. Where's My Car. Way worse. Well, they make a reference in the middle of the movie. He says, I have three words for you, anger management. That's true. It's that was a movie. funny yeah. joke. It's a good one. It was a very funny joke. Uh and number three, the final rule, no self deprecation. Love yeah. yourself. Now that we have the rules out of the way, let's talk about dude where's my car. Yeah. Cool. So Amy, why do you like this specific 
movie. Well, hold on. We should go through the plot. Sure. Okay, you're first, right. First, because My this bad. is a dense, labyrinthine... <laughs> Indeed it is. Kubrick-esque comedy. <laughs> you're and, right. And yet the beauty of it is that it's cyclical. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's an unusually tight screenplay for how all over the place. It, it goes to crazy town. May I say, as yes. we begin... Uh, so I did a mild amount of research after it. So I watched it and was like, oof, wow, super problematic. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, we're, we'll set that aside to talk about it. Yeah. But then I did a little research on like who wrote it and stuff because I was like, maybe this guy is still writing stuff. I can watch other movies that he's made, whatever. Yeah. The dude who wrote it is named Philip Stark, and he graduated from the RTF program at UT. Really? Wow. wow. Yeah. Good job, UT. I was like, oh, he's a homegrown hero. <laughs> Oh, we should have had him on the podcast. <laughs> if we can track you him maybe down. maybe still can. Yeah. He's Doesn't out look there. like there's a lot of things that he's written. He wrote on That 70s Show, and then very recently he wrote uh, Dog with a Blog, which is a show I've never heard on, of. It's which on makes the Disney me think, Channel, I think. Good for you for knowing what that show is. <laughs> yeah. I'm pleased. No, I was worried because I saw this show, and I was like, oh, I've never heard of this show. And I, I, I like, never heard of it either. Ooh, Do you know what it's guy. about? Have you seen? No, you haven't I seen it. I don't. Uh, no, it's I about a dog. With a blog. Who has a blog? Well, you guys have seen it. <laughs> that, that sounds like a very Disney Channel show. It might be Nickelodeon. Uh, Whichever. It's one of those two Seems things. Nickelodeon-y. Their, their, their tone has been very interchangeable as of recent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, certainly recent, for the preteen the situation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of hotels and running around. Uh, very, uh... It's all... Was that Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? Exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. I would... Oh. I'd, yeah. I'd love to sit down. I'd love to have a week or two weeks sit down with a group of academics and talk about the current narratives that are being peddled to children right now. Because I'm pretty sure it's all reflective of, of fame and fortune via YouTubing and, and self, self-starting businesses mm-hmm. as, yeah. as opposed to the stuff that maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago, which is just kids hanging out. Now it's all about you need to start participating in hustle. the economic system as quickly as possible. Yeah, you got to hustle, start your business. You know what is coming back, though, which is – kind of scary slash nice um, are didactic lessons in your children's shows. Oh, like very really yeah. special upfront. episodes. No, no. Oh, no? Like entire shows. Like so um, I have a two-year-old like I mentioned and um, I watch a lot of kids shows but yeah. I don't like watching the baby baby one so yeah. I, I'm, I'm skewing up a little bit. Sure. And there's this one called Esme and Roy on HBO and it's Esme and Roy babysit little kids. Yeah. And the kids have problems, and they help the problems deal with them through a song and dance number. Sure. Right? That's awesome. But it's all problem solving. It's sure. all like how to deal with anxiety or how to deal with like sharing. That's stuff. great. It's great, but it's super intensely directly didactic. It's like we're going to teach you a lesson with everything. Now, I enjoy it. The baby enjoys it. He yeah. sings right along. He enjoys the music. Yeah. But I just thought, oh, I didn't know they had these anymore. I thought it was a little bit more... I don't know. Nuance. Story. (laughs) No, that's how it should be. Yeah, just direct lessons. I grew up with Power Rangers and Mighty Morphin, (laughs) uh, and that's how they were. They were in your face about what lesson it was, and they had fights. It was great. (laughs) It still is great. I just remember Carlos turning into a vampire. Uh, that is not in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It definitely is third season. Nope. No, I guarantee. There is no, there is no Carlos. I guarantee. There, Carlos. He's the Black Ranger. No, not that's one thousand percent. Nope. Yeah. The Black Rangers were Zach. Oh no. And then oh, it no. was Rocky. That's Turbo. Yeah. Oh my god. I told you, it wasn't Mighty Morphin. Sure, wow, it's Power turbo. Rangers Turbo. Don't test me on Power Rangers. I'm so sorry. You should be. Wow. So Amy, uh, why do you like this specific 
Uh, Hold on, like, we still haven't gotten over the plot yet. I want to know yeah, why Amy yeah. likes this movie. I understand, but we need to set up some context for so people. So at the beginning familiar. of the movie, we meet Jesse and Chester. Sure. They live in their bachelor pad, and it's pretty messy. And they live with Gene, right? The guy who lives in the closet. In the closet, yeah. which Question. neither of them know. May I ask you? Because there's also a guy, there's a guy who sleeps on the couch in Half Baked, Mm -hmm. and there's other shows where people come out of the closet and nobody knows who they are. Does anyone know, do either of you know when the first time that happened was? Because I tried to look it up, and that's a tough thing to Google. Yeah, I can imagine that. Yeah, I don't, I have no idea. Because it's, I feel like, I feel like the joke is taken from other jokes. Like, I feel right. like that specific reference is two other things. Mm-hmm. Right, definitely. In that moment. Because we never talk to him again. I mean, we talk yeah. to him again in the re... Yeah, yeah, In yeah, the yeah. beginning ending. Yeah. Sure. But, like, he's not explained. It's not a thing. So I was like, maybe right. this is just a sort of inside comedy joke or something that I'm not getting. But I don't maybe. know. Maybe. I mean, it was still funny without knowing the reference. Yes. It totally. made me laugh. Sure. I enjoy it. So they go outside. Yeah. And well, uh, their girlfriends leave them a I message on so the answering things. machine. Yes. Yeah, so Good. much happens within the first five minutes. Of it's this very movie. dense. It's great. You're right. Wait, how many? I was like, wait, there's so many details that we ha- can't forget. So the first thing that happens is they sit down, they talk to each other. Hey, I had a weird dream. Yeah. Me too. Cool. <laughs> and um, this is almost Chester, literally the dialogue. Chester is watching Animal Planet, which and is it's very important, important that he's watching Animal Planet. Also, Jesse and Chester are Ashton Kutcher and Sean William Scott. Yes, in their prime. Oh yeah, that's yeah. correct, both physically and uh, comically. Yeah, yes, that's true. In this current scene that we're discussing, by the way, they're wearing tiny shorts and and like tank tops. Yeah, this is the clothing that they're showing wearing. off. Their like boss. it's like it's. <laughs> It's like deeply concerning as I watch it. Oh, God. Why is it concerning? Well, because he climbs over the couch. He puts on tiny, tiny shorts and then he climbs over the couch and I'm just concerned. Don't you like Concerned for what? That there's going to be. Well, not in a movie. No? Well, I mean, just in a. I don't need to. No. (laughs) It's 30 (laughs) seconds into a movie. Keep it tight and and sit down. Sure. Yeah, it's just, it was too much. Okay. Um, Then they go to the fridge. Because they're hungry, right? And they and find they the find pudding. A fridge full of pudding. Yep. Which is also important. They yeah. and they specifically say, "Dude, it seems like we have a lifetime supply of pudding. Did we get so wasted that we bought a lifetime supply of pudding?" Like, and then they open the cupboard. Yeah, dude, I think it is. <laughs> it's great because there's so much pudding. Which, yeah. while, while saying that line out loud, sounds absurd, and the listener might be going, "That sounds so unfunny." It's charming. Yeah. I like that. It's, it's a very charismatic movie. It's good. You This movie in its entirety elements. would not be carried without the total commitment of Ashton and Sean yeah. to be these dumb characters. Oh, yeah. They're real dum-dums. They are playing the dumbest characters. They don't get anything. There are so no. many scenes fueled with they don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is the fire that burns the entire movie from beginning to end. It's kind of like a Bill and Ted movie, but with conflict. Because hmm. uh, Bill and Ted, both of the Bill and Ted movies, are very positive, non-conflictory pieces. I've never seen those. Uh, what? I know. Uh, I'm a bad person. It's it's kind of a... It, it's, oh it's, they're, they're both kinds of revelations because they're... Both of those movies have the main characters going through making active choices... 
with the best intentions, and even though they're dumb, you're never l- laughing at them. You're kind of going, you guys are great. Yeah. And they just kind of enjoy everything. You're, s- you're still on their side. It's a very... It's not mean-spirited. It's That's good. It's just kind of going, Bill and Ted changed the world through their positivity, which is literally, oh, I mean, nice. that's also the concept of the f- both movies. Spoiler. I kind of, uh, now that you make the reference, like the comparison between the two, I can see it, but you're right that, like, Bill and Ted's action isn't quite as much action. Like, we almost don't get to see the, like, them convincing, like, the latter half of the people you know yeah. by the time the f- which i i would not want that because there's something sure, really there's lovely and whimsical to go that all of these historical figures and also death spoiler alert they oh. befriend death in the second movie and death That's is great. just like cool let me help you out oh. uh because they play twister and battleship with death and death is just like ah, i can't believe it but fine i'll help you and then it ends with death playing guitar <laughs> that uh, being said conversely in Dude, Where's My Car, every character is against um, Jesse and, and Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's n- there, except for the strippers, there's no one that's happy to see them. Yeah. Right. But, but no one. Jesse and Chester are what never. A sentence. They're, they're <laughs> never against each other. I don't think they're against other people. They're right. just kind of going, I, cool, great. They're, they're good spirited folks. Yeah. Also, it was a really good example of a peas in a pod because mm-hmm. those two are just. Essentially the same person, but it's, it's very delightful. It's a comedy duo that doesn't exist in a voice of reason and absurd dynamic, which is yeah. kind of rare in movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. it's Dumb and Dumber, Bill and Ted. Dude, uh, where's my car? And Dude, where's my car? Maybe Jay and Silent Bob. But you're but, right. There is no, no there is no straight element. Yeah. There yeah. is no other person that's going, what is happening? What are right. you doing? Well, there, yeah. This a, is not okay. I, but also the movie takes its time and it's somewhat grounded at the beginning and then goes wackadoo. Yeah, I love the wackadoo. So there, there's, so there's, still, there's still enough platform and you it's it's proto-hangover and I, I buy it and it's also a lot weirder than the hangover. Yeah. And also a lot less cynical than the hangover. I could, yeah, I would agree with that. I think it goes weird faster than you think, though. Because, okay, so they sure. go outside. The car isn't there. Yeah. They are like, well, I guess we have to walk. Oh, I, lo- I also, love that cut. That uh, The scene where they're saying, I can't believe I'm I'm 30 and I'm talking about how great Dude Where's My Car is. Uh, even 40 if it makes you feel better. Sure. I'm 26. Uh, it's Even Crazy. though it's outrageously <laughs> problematic, but the scene the scene where they're going, Dude Where's My Car, and then Sean William Scott's going, Where's your car, dude? Dude, dude where's, where's my, my car? car? Where's your car, dude? Dude, so, where's my car? It's so sweet. It really is. It's so innocent. Yeah. That's what it is. It's great. I think that's what they have going for them. As, yeah. as like you as the audience, like you just feel like they're like just dumb kids and you just want to protect them. Yeah. Like, oh, you sweet dumb dumbs. Yeah. Just let me I hope nothing bad happens to you. Unfortunately, lots of bad things happens to them. Oh yeah. Like in thirty seconds when they get hit by a car oh my of an old lady who's mad <laughs> that at the stone. Oh, that's right. It's so great. And then again <laughs> by another car <laughs> they get hit. Weirdly, this is the only joke I literally was taking notes, I'm this much of a nerd. It's great. This is the only it. joke in the entire movie that doesn't have a third beat. There's yeah, that's no, right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're no right. Third beat. There's also no callback. 
No, there's um, not. No one gets hit by a car later, and I was disappointed. Sure. I'm gonna be honest. Well, in the outtakes, in the outtakes, like at Ooh. the the credits mm-hmm. they show, they show the old lady getting hit by Jesse and Chester. That's oh. true. So, so that's kind of a third B. Is sort of the third B. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, they hit her in what would have been right after that last scene with them and the yep. girlfriends being like, well, I guess everything's okay now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Which I'm, I don't know why they didn't put that in. That would have been a really fun button. Well, they, maybe they, they did, did put but in. putting, but like, you know, in the space where they put it, you sure. know, in the little box to the side of that. And that was well, just their fair. way of, you know, because to a certain extent, it was all just having a good time. Yeah. I feel like, because at first, when I, wa- when I first watched it in this time, like today, mm-hmm. um, I was like, why the hell would Jennifer Garner ever be in this movie? I thought to myself. Because right. somehow I imagine Jennifer Garner is above this. No. Well, but whatever. it's 2000. Um, you're right, it's 2000. Yeah, this is pre-alias Jennifer Garner? You're right, you're right. 100%. They're all 12, yeah. um, for sure. <laughs> they're literally but, all 12 years old in this movie. I mean, they're young people. Yeah. But at the same time, when you look at the... Um, outtakes in the end, they all look to be having a fun time. Oh, yeah. It looks totally. like everyone's enjoying themselves. They're laughing. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not showing us the outtakes of them being all like, this is objectifying. I don't like it. Right. Why do I have to play this weird transvestite? Like, all sorts yeah. of stuff. Yeah, so there's, it's problematic. Wait, I wrote down who it's problematic to. Everyone. <laughs> uh, it's a problematic for women. Uh, yep. Trans. Number one. Yep. Stoners, yep. Asians, yep. black ladies, blind yep. kids, and maybe yeah. old people. But not gay people? No. There's not really. There's one slur about the Dalai Lama, but that's the only one. Yeah. But there's that scene. They, they do drop, drop a couple F bombs. But there's yeah. that scene with Fabio where I was I was in a hotel. I, I, I went because I watched this movie while I was. At home, home in Northeast Oklahoma, and I'm watching yeah. this at a Hamilton Inn. Sure. And the scene with Fabio happens, Hampton, not Hamilton Inn. Which uh, Hamilton Inn is the one that's Fabio. owned by Lin Manuel Miranda. So the scene with <laughs> Fabio, they're at the car, they're 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 in their car that they've won. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and we're never gonna get through the recap, by the way. N- we never movie. do. That's we fine. never do. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, and and Fabio pulls up right next to them, and they challenge. Oh, Fabio that's to right. Race. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it's was, a three B joke. Yep. It's rev the engine. I've got a hot person in my um, in my uh, uh, passenger seat, and, now and then kiss. a kiss. Yeah. And P.S. The kiss between Fabio and the girl is grosser than the kiss between Ashton and Sean. Uh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Which is I agree. That's such a good joke. Yeah. It's such a good joke, and they never go ooh no homo. They're just like yeah. Yeah, they commit to it. That yeah. was a great. That was the yeah. great kiss. I do yeah. like how they nodded each other at the end. Yeah, like, that's great. Yeah, that's good great. job. That's an incredible joke. Yeah. It's such a good joke. Especially for like 2000 when like yeah. being gay was bad. Mm. Or in 2003 when anger management made just cool. nothing but no homo jokes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but that being said, later on when they finally get to Zoltan's lair. Zoltan. Um, they, uh, they are looking at the big house and- they touch hands on the yeah, um, saw... on the fence and, and then they, they kind pull, of away. pull away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But it's like, but they don't say they're not like mad and they don't like say anything weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of like after the dude sweet as well. The tattoo moment is probably one of oh, my favorites. Oh, such oh a yeah. Good... yeah, yeah. This yeah. this movie should not be as good as it is. It is right. It it is so cacophonous. Uh, it's so problematic. <laughs> 
but it's 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 fun. It is very fun. I hate it. Yeah, I mean, people who are going to be upset about like a pretty much objectifying women and being very insensitive to trans people, I wouldn't watch this movie. It's incredibly no. insensitive. But if you can set that aside for a bit and watch a movie, <laughs> I know that it's hard. Believe me, yeah. the world we live in, it's hard to set it aside. But it's if you are able yeah. to... I mean, there are other, um, there are also other less problematic comedies from different voices that you should probably be elevating 100%. As well. 100%. But, but I do enjoy this movie if only just because it's essentially, and this is the reason why I like it, yeah. is it's essentially a movie-length comedy sketch. Yeah, definitely. It's not high art. We're not making, you oh, know, well, it's, fancy. it's high art. Um, perhaps. Um, but, but at the same time, like, it's just a comedy sketch. Like, yeah. it follows all the rules. Yep. It does all the callbacks. Does all the beats. Yeah, yeah, Three yeah. beats every time. It like, just has it that escalates flow. each time. Everything gets, every tiny thing is a joke. Every big thing is a joke. Yeah. And it all comes together. My favorite scene um, is the very end when every single character arrives at the arcade. Yep. A one by one, each group arrives yep. to get the continuum transfunctioner. Yep. And we get all these people together in one room before the world gets destroyed. Like, yeah. hilarious, wonderful. I And then, you know, and then it gets worse because all the hot chicks become one huge hot chick. And yeah. we spend literally the next 10 minutes just looking at the crotch of the girl who played oh, the giant yep. alien. Yep. Uh, yeah. And the terrible slash uh, funny joke yep. of the little kid. I want to go on that ride, Daddy. Me too. Me uh, too, son. Uh, Me too. God, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. That was 2000. That's burned in my brain right yep. there. Yeah. I think the reason why I liked it, and this is going to age me, especially with all you young people here, but I'm 26. Okay. I um, <laughs> I graduated from college in 2000, so when this nice. movie came out, it was my like senior year of college oh. slash first year out of college. So graduation presents were why way, my... very different in 2000. <laughs> well, this is what my you know, it was like wacky and fun, and like I enjoyed it, and it was, you know, like. What was it? There's a there's a song from that time, from my senior year. Uh, oh, God, what's the name of the song? It's about a guy apologizing for being an asshole. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and it's it's a little romp, but it's like this is – it was the hit song. Oh. And it was all like, I'm sorry I parked my car on your lawn and, like, broke in your house. Like, it's, like, what? hilarious. Wow. Oh, I, I wish I could think of the. Uh, is it my own worst enemy by Lit? Yep, that is it. Yeah. Yep, my senior year that played every single morning on the drive from my apartment to college. Please tell me, please, James, yep. listen to this. P- please tell me why. Oh, that song. Yeah. I know that song. My car is in the front line. Yeah. Oh, yay. Sleeping <laughs> with my clothes on. Yeah. Uh, oh Amy, wow! I came in through the, the window. Blow out the mic. Last She's night. also wearing headphones, Kenny. You're not she being rude to me. Off. You're being rude to her too. Well, it's fine. I'm not mad. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, sorry. Uh, what is it? Shibby. 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 Oh, I love that. I forgot about that. Oh. Shibby is great, and I still say Shibby to a couple of friends. Like, As you should. Right around that year. So let's see. Two thousand. I went to see. I graduated from college, and then I mm, 
in 2001, I moved to uh, Portland, Maine, and I was an assistant lighting designer on a tour across Maine mm-hmm. um, of a play that was an allegory about heroin abuse. Sure. And um, me and my the lighting designer that I was assisting, she and I watched this movie all the time, <laughs> and we would just say shibby to each other, and then and ev- so we'd be we'd stay in a town for a week, and then mm-hmm. we'd be moved to a new hotel and do the show in another town for a week. And so that's how we, we like took the road trip singing, you know, like all the 90s tunes and yep. and said chibi to one another to like, like we'd, we'd be checking stuff out and we like, chibi, chibi. <laughs> How'd you watch it? VHS? DVD? 100% VHS. Nice. Still have my VHS Ooh, at my house. Nice. Pulled it out, took a look at it, said, can't watch you, had to buy it on Amazon. Wow. Uh, I, I rented it on Amazon. Yeah, I rented it, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Amazon. I rented it on <laughs> iTunes. Ooh. Oh, I thought you were going to say you rented it on, like, Hampton in paper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, how great would that be? Man, they have a great collection. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dude, Where's My Car, Orange County. Great movie. <laughs> it's just all the movies that we've covered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. The uh, Marine 2. So you answered not only the first question, but also the second question, which was explain where you initially encountered this guilty treasure, which, as you said, when you graduate college. Yeah, I don't remember when I first saw it, to be honest with you. I don't remember if I saw it in the movie theater. Maybe I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember a lot. I don't have... I, guys, I don't this have a lot not, of detailed memories. This movie I'm does not encourage... Being present whenever watching it. No, it's true. That being said, taking the notes. So, like right now, I have a little tiny notebook in front of me. Yes, I wrote. No, no, I I just wrote down bullet points so I could like quickly do stuff. I took like eight pages of notes. Oh my god! Let's go through them. Let's burn. No, I didn't bring them with me. Uh, Oh, those are not the notes. No, these these are separate notes. This this is a a collect. So I while I watched it, I took notes. Yeah, and then I wrote down sort of collectively like. This is what the plotline stuff was. This is where my favorite parts were. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I wish and I had then, your brain. And then is a great oh, part. Oh, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a classic, like, you could literally take each one of the scenes of this movie and teach them as an improv workshop. Yeah, or or sketch. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, it's 100%. full of so many teachable comedy moments. Yes. Dude, where's my scene? An in-depth analysis <laughs> of, of the mastery of the screenplay of Dude, Where's My Car? We found your next workshop, yeah. Amy. If we didn't know where Philip Stark was then, we'd find him as soon as my copyright letter came right? through. Yeah. <laughs> Cease and desist. <laughs> there's such... There's such a unique alchemy that is working, because like I said, this movie shouldn't work and it's it's such a fine line between uh stupid and something else uh, magic sure magic and it, it it rides that line so well i i i'm just charmed I'm just charmed, and it's super problematic. May I quickly just run through exactly what happens? Because it's an escalating plot line yes. where yeah. things go crazy and wrong, right? Yeah. Okay, so we start out with – I wish I had all my notes. Sure. Um, we start out – we don't know where the car is. Right. So we go to – they go to – where's the first place they go? The we dude's house, the Dalai Lama uh, Yes, they go to that dude who, by the way, is Michael Bolton from David Office Herman. Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, Wow. The guy who plays Michael Bolton in Office Space. Um, yeah, we have Stoner Dog. 
Okay. Yep. And then they go to the Chinese food food restaurant because they're hungry. We get and then. Yep. Um, well, what's the Chinese food restaurant called? Chinese food. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so good. <laughs> I said it's so dumb it is in, a, really beautiful. in a positive way. I don't owe money. Oh, That's right. I love it. It's so good. Oh, and then, um, no, and then. Uh, yeah, no. It's a beautiful. It's a it's beautiful great. joke because it's so simple. Yeah, so yeah. Simple. Comedy doesn't have to be hard. No, it doesn't have to be complex. So, doesn't have to be heady. Two words. That's all you got, and yeah. you get this beauty of a scene. Um, okay, so then the Dalai Lama guy says, "I don't want to hang out with you guys anymore." So you got to go. Because drops him uh, off in the street corner. Because. Uh, Jesse broke the speaker. Yeah, he gets the... pissed at it, and then that's how it escalates to yeah. anger and, and him punching it, which, of course, doesn't hurt anyone. Oh, no. Um, which is fun. Yeah. No, because you can also never see the the person behind the end then. Yep, it's never. It's just a disembodied voice. Yep, which is great. <coughs> um, and then we meet uh, the... Christy Boner. That's whose right. His name yeah. is Christy Boner, yep. which which is the first indicator, as well as the fact that they're dating twins first. Yep. yep. That's your first indicator that this is not going to be the most woman empowerment kind of movie, right? No. First, they're dating twins. Second, um, Christy Boner. Christy Boner is the name Boner. of uh, this girl who they have a crush on. Um, who, by the way, is Christy Swanson, who was the original Buffy. So, got to give her props oh. for that. Oh. I did not know that. She is the Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the movie, I the original have, I, movie. I haven't seen the movie Oh, it's classic. I mean, I, I love the show. But yeah, and then- Luke Perry, Paul Rubens. Oh. It's really, it's quite good. Donald okay. Sutherland is the watcher. It's really Really? Good. Yeah. Oh. It's legit, guys. But, you know, like MASH, they got rid of Donald Sutherland before they made the show. But da da ching All right. Uh, and then uh, Christy Boner kisses- uh, uh, Jesse. It is revealed in the uh, their two wasted plotline that yep. they were so wasted that they have forgotten making out with um, Christy Boner at some point. Um, and there was discussion of touching her hoo-hoo, which is her breast, by yes. the way. And then that's and what she, happens. She Yeah, she says, well, give me that old hand and you can touch my boob. What is the rating on this movie? I think it was R. PG-13, right? I, I, I thought it was like R. Because there, there weren't many F-bombs. There aren't a lot of F-bombs. There is literally zero nudity. There's a, Despite yeah. the fact that we talk, uh, we spend a lot of time in a strip joint, and, um, wait, do we go to the strip joint yet? No, not yet. There's the track suit before that. Oh, okay, yeah, wow, there's so much. There's a lot. Okay, wait, it's we got to stay focused. Yeah, we're, well, with, we're okay, still in the first Christy 15 Boner, minutes of the movie. Well, we forgot the whole motivation for them going out on this quest, okay. right? Because... But they lost their car. Oh, you're right. The the motivation is they want to get the anniversary gifts for the twins, their girlfriends, um, which is in their car. Mm-hmm. And the why they want to do this is because they will get special treats. No. Which they think is sex. The girls on the phone say, last night you came to our house and you trashed our house. Right. And they're like, I can't believe it. When did we do that? That's crazy. Right. Then it, in the message, they say, you came to our house and trashed it. That's right. And you brought a bunch of pizzas, okay? You're right. Then Mr. Pizza Coley shows yeah, up and says, Why, what Coley. happened to you? You took so off we, with all the pizzas. We were at minute 15, but now we backtracked <laughs> 10 minutes because we because there's so much. Details. There's so much. It's very, there's so much. It's so it's dense. It's so dense. It's Every so single dense. shot has so much Okay, going it's voicemail. And then it's pizza on the ceiling with yep. Mr. Pizza Coley. And then They it's, walk outside. And then it's car. Where's my car? Then yep. they get hit twice. Yep. Well, before that, it's still my one of my favorite jokes. They, they're like, oh, I guess we have to walk. And then they cut to them walking, 
I'm like, I'm tired of walking. And then it cuts to a wide shot where they've walked five feet. <laughs> I love that edit. It is such a great edit. Oh, and just to backtrack even more. Sure. Uh, the sweet treats, because it's established canonically within this film that they, they have been together with these twins for, for a, a year, year, yet they have not had sex. Yeah, I found that which unrealistic. Which is unusually chaste. It was indeed chaste. Which, it was quite chaste. Great. Wonderful. Well. Yeah, good for them. Is yeah. it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. In the... It, of all the decisions to have been made, sure, the fact that these two main characters who swim in a world of women in bikinis yeah. and total insanity, yeah. they are virginal. And I guess that's what makes them simple pure. Yeah, that w- that's what way. makes them innocent. Like when they go, okay, I'm jumping forward. When they go to the strip club, <laughs> yep. And are you sure you don't want to go back to minute two? <laughs> <laughs> they go to the strip club, and Ashton goes into the room with the um, stripper that wants to give him the lap dance, and it turns yep. out that they stole her money. Yeah. Sure. When they go, when they flash out to see, hmm, I wonder what Sean's doing. Yeah. What's he doing? He is out dancing yep. like in the most non-sexual way oh, with yeah. 20 women in bikinis. They did a choreographed dance together. A break dance. Yeah. They're doing the most like there's nothing sexy about what's happening at all. No. And he's having the best day of his life it's, and oh, yeah. they're all super psyched to be there. Yep. It's like Jesse and Chester know that hot women are good, but that's it. They don't it, it's not well, I guess they touch hoo-hoos. Yeah. But it's... But it, even that is like this kind of like, oh my God, kind yeah. of situation. Yeah, as opposed to, g- give me that. Yeah. They're essentially middle schoolers. 100%. I mean, yeah. 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 Yeah, because flashback to Christy Boner, after the bullies come in and take off and tell oh, right. them Bull- and, yeah. and put the trash cans on their head, that's when they go and clean themselves up, get the, um, get the l- popsicle... Those popsicles after. God damn it. <laughs> then they get the uh, they get the suits. How'd they get the suits? Oh, they're because, standing in front of the dry cleaning place. And right, then because he's that's like, hey, where the stoner Dan or whatever his name is dropped them off at the cleaners. Mm-hmm. Then they get the suits. They get the suits. We get dude sweet tattoo back yep. thing. Then they put the outfits on, which are hilarious tracksuits. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is insane. We're not even out of it. Okay, so they get the suits. <laughs> then they've got the popsicle. They meet the hot chicks who are clearly either robots or aliens. We find out they're aliens. Spoiler yep. alert. And then um, they say, we will give you pleasure, the For most th- generic thing in the world, yep. if you give us the continuum transfunction. Well, then they say erotic pleasures. Sure. I mean, but even that is just- uh, Sure. Is the most vague term in the whole wide world. Oh yeah, yeah. Then they take the uh, the popsicle and she puts the whole popsicle down her throat. She deep throats it. Yeah, and then just pop, you know, pulls the stick out of her mouth and is all like, "Cool, I'm great." Which immediately I was like, "Oh, I get it. She's an alien." <laughs> um, because like a human being would like break their like their, yeah. so much ice. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> but after that, what happens after that? They disappear. They get. They find their car. They find the new car. The fancy car. Right. They realize they want a car. Uh huh. And then we they have go- the music video. Yeah, I forgot about the music video. Mm-hmm. There's a random music video in this oh, movie. Oh, right in the middle. That's right. Yeah. To to bust a move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To bust a move. Yeah. Apparently, the rights for that available real cheap. Yeah. So I get that's where I get lost. Was this 
that's where you get lost? <laughs> yeah, because... It does make I, sense until this moment. Because everything is diegetic until this point. So was that a non-diegetic sequence? What does the it, word diegetic mean? Uh, happening within the reality of the of the film, for yeah. instance, if someone plays music from a boombox, that's diegetic music. Oh my God, but if you, so if you if you hear it over the soundtrack, but they're not interacting with it, there's no reason that it will be playing. Mm. Non-diegetic. Interesting. I like it because yeah, that going. music that music video didn't seem to really impact the reality but it's fun it is fun and i'm not racist? i'm not disagreeing is it racist a little racist, racist. i'm sure racist? if i have to ask if it's racist it probably it's is. i mean but racist. what happened that was racist it's appropriation it's definitely cultural appropriation what did they do that was culturally appropriative they That's took bus to move and were wearing gold teeth and chains and oh i forgot about the gold teeth yeah I just thought they were dancing, and then they had some. They had ladies around them because they again they don't even touch the ladies. There's right. never touching of any ladies. Except well, except for Christy Boner. Except for the one over the shirt boob touch, which let's be honest, that was like six shirts. Sure. She was wearing like twelve shirts and a push-up bra. A hundred percent, and like you know, a lot of padding. Yeah. Not that Christy isn't lovely, but you know, Christy she's Boner, like, you're great. She's like, okay, the shot is you touch my boob. Yeah. yeah we're putting some coverage. Yeah. Um, where are we? So after... Uh, we have just finished minute five. <laughs> <laughs> after the music video. I really should have brought my nose. Um, after the music uh, I'm video. I'm having trouble remembering. Because do they... They don't go to the the lot just yet. They go to... They get they arrested. No, they go to the strip club. They go to the strip club because they, they find, they find out the, about the, the money, the kitty thing. They something was given to them where it leads them to the strip club with the car. It is a matchbook. Yes. It was in the pocket of one of their um, track track suits. Everything, Along, by the way, everything in their track the pockets of their track suits is important. Are, yeah, are important details as well. This is a proto hangover. This and, is a proto hangover. And that's a lot more fun. That's where Sean William Scott finds the Rubik's cube. The Rubik's cube, which, which is again, very is important, critical. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and he starts playing with it. They go to the strip club. We meet um, the gal who uh, clearly had the money yep. and let them hold it because she's not smart. Yeah. And, um, yeah, all sorts of problematic trans situations with her. Mm-hmm. And then the happy strippers in the other room. Then it's time to go. Do they get arrested uh, right outside the strip club? No. That happens when they re-meet the money lady again. Oh, my gosh. Because they were, like, assaulting her. Um, You're right. Yeah. There's, oh, they go to the girlfriend's house. Oh, yeah. And make a mess again. And they make a mess again. They get in trouble with yeah. the trash yep. and trying to pick up the, the bottle cap on the floor. And then they drop it. And which, the girl, uh, the twins talk at, in unison, which is terrible. Yeah. I appreciate their fidelity in Torn's real life in this situation by trying to pick up a bottle cap with their toes. Yeah. I can't think of another incident in cinema where someone is trying to use their feet to pick something up, something that yeah. I do at least once a week. Oh, yeah, I do that all the time. I appreciate the <laughs> attention to detail and realism. I really do. my car. There's also a hole in one of their socks, which is nice. And oh, that was great. It's really yeah, that was great. And then garbage water, seeing some garbage water in cinema. Mm-hmm. Just really revelatory. Yeah, the red solo cups, that was true. Yeah. 
So then they get kicked out of the girlfriend's They're place. in front of their girlfriends with their new car. And then they... They have to get arrested at this point. But they go somewhere else. Because they go somewhere and then walk out of that place and then get encountered with Money Lady again. And then the police show up. I think I think the strip club is before the tracksuits. You might be Can, right. Is there yeah. the internet? Can you Wikipedia it? We haven't even mentioned the boyfriend... Which boyfriend? Uh, Christy Boner's boyfriend. Christy Boner's boyfriend, Jerry the O'Connell, bullies. the lesser O'Connell. Charlie O'Connell, yeah. Charlie O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell's O'Connell. brother. Yes, Charlie O'Connell. Uh, who joined Sliders in the later seasons. Oh, my God. I love Sliders. I, I don't remember any of it except for- It was on Netflix like two, sure. three years ago. It gets really bad when they get the new girl. Anyway. Uh, sure. Anyway. This movie is so dense. There's just, okay. It's unusually dense. I enjoy this movie because literally every move is super directly connected to the seeking of the car, yes. right? It sound, yeah. This all sounds like gobbledygook. Just more complication after more complication. Um, I, I was like, I don't know much more. There, there, there's so much more. Yeah. Um, but we need to meet... Uh, they go to the police station. Yep. Um, oh, they do. They go to the police station. They get questioned. The yep. guy uh, is literally, they're asking them questions, and then they are hitting a dummy. Oh, I that love that show. That was the best scene ever. It's yes. an interrogation room, and they're like, what do you know about this? And they're like, we don't know anything. And they turn to the dummy, and they punch him. Do you know anything now? And and the best, Lee Maloney doesn't know anything. Oh my god! Best line. A- that was after best line. because they uh, put hot water, hot coffee on the dummy, that- splash him in the face, then put a cigarette out on the dummy, his, his and it, de- it deflates his arm. Yeah. And that's when Sean William Scott's like, "Come on, man, leave him alone." Yeah, he that might be anything. the only event where Jesse and Chester are different because Jesse is the grounding element in that one. Yeah. Where it- uh, as opposed to Chester, who I guess is just a little bit dumber than Jesse. He's more empathetic. I feel like that's throughout. Like, I feel like Chester is always a little sweeter. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wants to give people a bit more of the the um, benefit of the doubt. I remember the what, ostriches. I remember what happened. Uh, so after they yes. kicked out of the girlfriend, we are introduced to Zoltan. Zoltan! Because they literally pull them in their, the van. Yes. And then yes. they drop them off. Uh, I think downtown, the, yeah, where they meet Money Lady yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thinks she's going to be arrested. They arrest them. Yep. And then they a, police station. It was a case of sta- mistaken identity, and they show the people that it really was, and it was a midget and a really tall guy with lots of tattoos. Yeah. Clearly looks exactly like them. Clearly. They go to get their car back because they but have the car. Also, Jesse and Chester aren't just like. Ah. I I feel like both of them are going. I can actually see the resemblance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's the Which best part of the whole thing. Which is such a good. Yeah, that's that's how you do that if you have to do that joke. So yeah. when they talk to the clerk who's taken their car and instead of has it for them has sent it to the impound. Yep. Instead of getting mad or yelling or being mean, they take the donuts that are offered uh, as an apology. Yep. And then as he continues to make it worse, they yep. just go, Rick. Yeah. They're just so the disappointed. Best. Yeah. It's so good. I could see that scene going on for, for like they just let it roll. Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. like just to see if they can get more jokes out of it because. Definitely. Then they start eating the donuts and they get chocolate all over them. Mm-hmm. And oh man, it's just really hilarious. All right. So then they go to the impound lot. No, 100 things before the impound lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're introduced to the other 
the two guys that are looking for the uh, uh, th- the thing. Uh, oh, I the heard. two, uh, yeah, the two space so, Nordic dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Introduced to them. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Didn't even mention that the opening credits are dancers in a in the universe. Yeah, which are which, all characters and plot points in the movie. Just to go yeah, all the whole back intro to the movie. Outlines yeah. the movie. The entire yeah. intro outlines the movie, and it's also, it's literally people dancing in the universe, as in people are dancing on top of galaxies. Yeah, that's great. And the camera's going, it's it's ludicrous. That's great. Luda. Uh, <laughs> so, so, what happens after the... Surprised none of us have googled it yet. No, this yeah, is much more fun. We probably should. Yeah, I'm sure the audience love this. I I don't know. I don't know what they love. Just fix it into the edit. I don't know. I don't. <clears throat> it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be great. We have like seven minutes left. Don't even worry about a thing. Okay. The beautiful thing about this escalating plot line yes. is that it gets wilder and wilder and wilder, and you keep going. It can't get crazier than this, and it does. <laughs> and it's great. Every minute that you're like, okay, well, but this time they're going to find that car. That's yeah. the best part, I think, truly, yeah. is that throughout everything that happens, they don't <coughs> actually find the car <coughs> until after everything else has been resolved. Right. Absolutely everything in the movie, everything's going on. Super wild. And then finally, the search for the car is the last thing. But one by one, it was just totally escalating moment to moment. It's like there's a cult after them. They get kidnapped. Their girlfriends are being held ransom. The um, money ladies yelling at them and bringing now bringing backup in the form yeah. of uh, uh, her boyfriend, and they're getting real mad, and everybody's upset about it. The bullies are trying to mess with them. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned earlier that they were um, that they were always sweet, and they're not yeah. always sweet because they play jokes on different people. So You're like right. they right. were the ones who decided to buy the wrong thing that was the continuum transfunctioner and That's call right. everybody and That's say, right. here you go, see you later. But that was so to save their girlfriends. Yeah, I don't know how deeply that was the motivation, but yeah, okay. I mean, that's a connection I made. Yeah, sure. But I'm just a hopeless romantic. So sure. that's just me. true. And when they do take that moment to go home for a second, they do have that love epiphany. Yeah. Like, I have a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach. It's love, dude. <laughs> and it's love. And love empowers them to, you know what? We're not going to give up. We're going to do this. We're going to be better boyfriends. We're going to find it. We're going to get them better gifts. Yeah. Which, again, kind of problematic because it essentially it says you can buy people, buy love from people. If I give you this gift, you will love me. I feel like the gift message is like the least problematic thing in the nope, whole movie. No, that's, that's what got me. Okay. Yeah. Not okay, the cool. blatant transphobia. No. Not the Completely racism, blind to it. Not the racism of the movie. Completely blind to not it. Not even like that every woman is just a sexual object. Every one of them. Every Except for Mary Lynn. No, Mary Lynn Rice Cub is also a mm-hmm. sexual object. Absolutely. Yeah. Sultan rubs her cheek. Oh, that's right. She gets yeah. a cheek rub. Yeah. How Sparks? In his prime, Hal Sparks, beautiful. What a! I would have followed him. What a two. He was a cult leader community. near me. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Fair. Yeah, yeah. I would have been a Sparkian. Sultan. <laughs> that's still that's still my favorite joke. Really, the unsung hero of the whole movie though is Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Wherever you that. are, if you're in a movie or if you're you know like a manager at uh, an enterprise somewhere, you did a good job. Yeah proud of you. I really enjoyed it. Who is Jeff? 
And, Jeff is the, the only cult. person in the Zoltan cult whose first name doesn't start with a Z. Oh, that's right. Come on. Great joke, by the way. Great joke. It is such good setup. Yeah. The underscoring with random little whirp and yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. The that, sound effects. Best, yeah. best, best. Super yeah. good. Yeah. And the music, solid '90s soundtrack. Where oh they're my God, approaching yes. the cult in the barn, uh, and uh, Jesse goes. One of them goes, I think they're in that barn, to which the other one goes, dude, that's not a barn. It's not that painted r- red. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just little dumb jokes like that. It's just wonderful. My favorite line in the whole movie is, I refuse to go down in history as the dude who destroyed the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a great line. Such a perfect. Right before, and here's the best part. Here's yeah. the best part. Yeah. The universe is going to be destroyed if they don't fix the continuum transfunctioner. They ask a question, the answer of which is the pudding. Yep. We've brought us all back together. Sorry, spoiler alert. Watch the movie. Um, and <laughs> oh yeah, the let's put whole a spoiler situation tag right here. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And uh, and then when everything is solved, that's still not the end of the movie. No. If you were like, okay, clearly the highest stakes situation that can happen in a movie is when the universe is going to explode and then it doesn't. You're wrong. Nope. It's when the alien crazy chick takes over and you have to use the continuum transfunctioner to create a laser that that. explodes her and her body and her dress, but not her panties. Yep. They stay completely intact. Because why not? For them to fall upon a person. How did this movie get made? As 2000. I, I mean, oh, it wasn't well, a blockbuster. I, I mean, it could have been independent for all we know. I, I guess it's fairly low budget. That 70s show was pretty darn successful. And you said that the writer of this show worked on that 70s show with Ashton Kutcher. Yep. So that's so probably helpful. used that, yeah. that cachet to make And the it director low was one of the guys who did the Harold and Kumar movies. Oh, uh, that makes sense. So there's Harold that Kumar sort was, of crowd. Harold there's and that. Kumar was after this. Yeah. So. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Harold and Kumar was like these this kind of comedy crowd. Yeah. Reparations. Yes. They were like, "Oh, crap. <laughs> we made a lot of terrible things about women and there's just two white stupid dudes well, how, in a lot of movies. Wait. How let's let's have two stupid dudes, but instead of being white, one of them can be Indian and the other one can be Asian. It's great." Well, how are the gender politics in Harold and Kumar? Probably not great. Sure. Probably the same awesome. as this. I mean, gender politics well, are still not good, but they are. People are trying now. I think there's fewer ladies just in bikinis sure. uh, in Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Than uh, than dude wears my car. And dude wears my car. I don't think ladies wear anything more than a tiny short and a tank top, if anything. Yeah. yeah. It's very scandalous. Again, even though the idea is that these dudes are deeply chaste, like yeah. they're not oh, yeah. having sex with anyone. No. no. At all. No. I mean, it, they don't even know what sex is. They call it erotic pleasure. No one says that. They do it in a PG-13 stoner comedy. I guess so. <laughs> even the even the pot smoke was, like, sidestepped. Yeah. Like, and also, just as a note, they only smoke the one time. And that's with the dog. Actually, they don't even smoke. It's just the dog. It's just the dog. What is happening? How I, can they be stoners? That's somehow the bylaw. That allowed them to be stoners. I mean, I mean, the MPAA is super sensitive about that stuff. In 2000? Oh, yeah. 
So it's okay for a dog to smoke, but not a person. Dog's not a person as opposed to a person, depending on... I gotta look up the rating. This it's also clear, deeply clear that it's a puppet. Oh, yeah. I think all the money was spent on the dog puppet. 100%. And, um, and the special effects for uh, the laser and the, the mega hot chick. That's yeah, her name. Yeah, super hot alien. Uh, being destroyed. Yeah. That's probably. probably where the budget went. Yeah, definitely. Because I don't know. I mean, I, I bet you everybody else just worked for free. <laughs> Jeff probably works for free. <laughs> no, Jeff got paid. I hope he did. Yeah, Jeff is uh, yeah. the this, director's son. It's this good. movie's PG-13. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. So you can't have people smoking marijuana. Yeah. Just dogs. Uh, you Just can't dogs. have nudity. Uh, it's okay. None of those things happen. Yeah. And because I remember, because I read the, while you took copious notes, I did a really quick glance at the IMD trivia. They, the women were supposed to be saying, we will give you blowjobs. Yep. Oh. But they changed it to pleasure, which is funnier. It's yeah. very funnier. Uh, additionally, the other thing that IMDb said is that they were seriously working on a sequel. Really? Called Seriously Dude, Where's My Car? What? I hope they wait as long as the Bill and Ted franchise did so that. Ashton and Sean can be like in their 60s when they're doing it, like oh, Bill and great. Ted are now. That'd sure. be great. And don't get me wrong, we're all lucky oh. that Bill and Ted continue to work out and take care of themselves. There's there's no <laughs> way that Bill and Ted 3 can be any good. But Are you kidding? Uh, well, having seen the – because I didn't grow up with those movies. I knew about them, but I've only seen them recently. Uh, and they're so they're so positive and so uncynical and so refreshing – that if they're able to nail that tone, it might be exactly the kind of broad comedy, that broad reboot legacy sequel comedy that will save America. You know, to that end, I think that's the reason, the number one reason why this movie is good. Because it's happy, because mm. it's positive, yeah. because everybody's trying to do the right thing and be sweet. Yeah. And there's a lot of problematic things that we've dealt with all of it. But at the end of the day, the world is a crazy, terrible place. And if you can watch a movie where some virginal dudes are really sweet and make their way through a bunch of aliens and save the world and their girlfriends still want to talk to them, I feel like it's a good day. Yeah. On that note, oh. uh, that's a good place to end. Hmm. Uh, 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 thank you. Uh, don't forget to uh, look over our Patreon, patreon.com slash flatfilms, where you can get exclusive content uh, to the podcast and the Flat Films YouTube. Um, Kenny, where can people find you? People can find me on Twitter at my magic lesson. Also, I'm trying to post on Facebook just a little bit more antithetical to, I think, what the rest of America is doing. Sure. Uh, so Kenny Madison on Facebook or just Facebook.com slash Kenny Madison is cool. You can also find me at my website, Kenny Madison is cool.com. I write essays and articles and uh, yeah. Amy, where can they find you? It's a good URL. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at happy, happy Amy P. Also, yesbutwhypodcast.com, and the Twitter for the Yes But Why podcast is at ybypodcast. Um, so please check me out. Talk to me. Don't find me on Facebook. I'm not going to friend you. Yeah, but uh, other than that, well, when you have a kid, like you can't do it anymore. Sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, all the all the Twitters, all the and then hcproductions.org. Please check me out. Hire me to come teach improv in your office. You know it's boring there. I can make it better. <laughs> and she's very funny, very talented. 
she taught me. Ooh. I mean, that's really doesn't have much weight, but. <laughs> To your audience, you know, it does? Maybe. No self-deprecation. Yeah, rule number three. Well, looks like I owe another $30 to Creative Alliance. Oh. That's $60 total I'm going to pay them. Uh, so, uh, hey, gang, don't forget to dig up those guilty treasures and let them shine. Okay, that's the episode. Let them shine, let them shine. <sighs> I forgot about the self-deprecation. <laughs>